0: All right. Welcome to our podcast, Why Are You Losing It? So I'm here with my co-host, J.B. Shelton. J.B.,
1: how are you? Hello. How's it going out there in pandemic world?
0: Oh, my gosh. It has been a crazy few weeks, hasn't it? So, but it's great to connect up virtually. And J.B., I gotta say, I am so excited about our next guest. I don't think I've ever been this excited about one of our (laughs) guests. And we had a lot of great guests, but this woman, Has done so much for the beauty industry and has trained and helped so many stylists across the US that connect up with clients that are experiencing hair loss. And of course, that's why we started our podcast is Why Are We Losing It? We want to know why we're
1: losing hair. Absolutely. The clients, the people out there, the consumers, even hairstylists want to know why we're losing our hair. For
0: sure. Yes. And it is kind of a mystery area for a lot of people. And we always like to thank our sponsor Bosley Professional Strength. And they have a team of doctors out there that are world-class, that are helping every day, help us improve and help us learn scientifically what is causing hair loss and how to treat it. So uh, so our next guest uh, that we're very excited to introduce is Sharon Mudgett from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Sharon, welcome to our podcast, Why Are You Losing It? We can't wait to talk about what all you've done uh, for our industry. And I think it's probably 30 plus years you've been involved in the industry and not only are you a hairdresser and have you have helped so many women and men with hair loss. But more importantly, you're a coach and a mentor and you give back to the stylists that are on the front lines that are helping people with hair loss. So give us information about your background and how you got to this point of being a leader within the industry when it comes to training and teaching.
2: Well, it's really a crazy story, actually. In my past life, I was actually a traditional midwife. I actually started dealing with hair loss back in the 80s when, I had moms who were having babies and they were just losing their hair afterwards, just in handfuls, which is really pretty prevalent in, you know, the birthing communities across the country. And so I actually started coaching and mentoring women when I was a, a traditional midwife. Now, a traditional midwife, of course, is I caught babies at home. You know, I didn't work in a hospital. I was a home birth midwife. And so, you know, we did a lot of stuff around vitamins and, and things like that, because we always knew that the healthier the scalp was, the, the more that these women would get their hair back. And in 19, I believe 92, I became a hairdresser and it was really just kind of a strange thing. I needed to, I was going through a divorce and I needed to find a profession that I could actually get a license within probably anywhere from nine to 18 months and that I could make a living. So you dealt
0: with hair loss first. And then you got into hair painting,
2: which is very interesting because usually it's the other way around. Absolutely. So I began my career as a stylist behind the chair. I think that it's easy to say that I'm one of those people that I can connect to customers really easy. And I never really have ever had a concern with broaching the conversation of any of their hair care needs that they had. And it really wasn't about trying to sell something, but it was trying to help them solve a problem. So I stood behind the chair for Great Clip Salons for 15 years as a stylist, which means that easily I I touch thousands of customers a year. And because about 70% of the clientele in Great Clips Salons is men. I was working with a lot of, of men who had hair loss going
0: on. Tell us a little bit more about that because you are well-connected with the Great Clips organization. You are in charge of all the training and all the mentorships and they are the largest salon organization in the country and they employ more influencers mm-hmm. and they touch more heads of hair with men and mm-hmm. females clients and their mm-hmm. guests, customers than any other salon in the U.S. And you spearhead that. Cool. That's amazing. You have over 4,500 salons. Is that right?
2: Yep. Great Clips has um, over 4,500 salons and they have about 40,000 stylists that stand behind the chair and touch the customers. Kind of within their cutting system and in their customer service system, Great Clips is really all about three primary things and they call it comfort, freedom, and connection. How do we make the customer? really comfortable sitting in the chair and being willing to open up and have a conversation with us. And the other one is that freedom piece. And the freedom is, is to feel like they can go into the salon when, when it works for them and get a great haircut. And then that connection piece is all about listening. And I think that when you're, when you're working with any kind of cu- customer that has hair loss, it's not always easy to start that conversation, but once you can get it going and you kind of create that comfort level with them, They're a little bit more easy to open up about it. So, the Great Clips customer service system really is built to help stylists have a great conversation with the customers in the chair.
1: You know, I I love what you just said about men because being a salon owner myself and training my stylists in the salon, you know, especially with younger stylists, they don't have strong communication skills set up yet. And they're very insecure about bringing up things that might make someone feel bad, right? right. But let's tell my stylist, men are so easy. You know, they really I, are. I, I they love it. They, they're, they're easy sales. They're loyal. They're, you know, they, they'll come back over and over. They'll use the same thing forever. And I tell the one key thing for stylists when you're dealing with men and you don't really know how to broach the subject, When you cut the hair off and the male client says, oh, could you just put some of that back on top for me? I'm losing
2: it.
1: (laughs) That's your clue, right? He's telling you, hey, I don't want to lose my hair. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to change it. Can you help me? But I also have an ego and pride, and this is a sensitive area for me as well. You know, 85% of men I saw in a poll that are losing hair and or bald, they'd rather have their hair than not. So they want the hair, you know, they Mm -hmm. still want it. And as a stylist, it's kind of our responsibility. We're kind of the hair doctors, right? It's our real responsibility to understand hair loss a little bit better so we can educate. And like you were saying, Colleen, tell, not sell.
0: For sure. And JV, you brought up a very good point. You know, training stylists to have that conversation with their guest or their customer when they're in their chair. And Sharon, you're leading the cause on that for over 40,000 stylists and how to have that conversation. Because sometimes when you're sitting in the chair, you may be feeling like you're having more hair in your brush or there's more hair in the shower, but you don't quite know how to ask. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of solutions out there in JV. I think you mentioned it right in the very beginning and Sharon, maybe you did too about there's really 360 degree of solutions. And so Sharon, talk to us a little about how you treated the body health and health on the inside out for the pregnant women after birth when they lost their hair. It sounds like you were treating overall health through,
2: was it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, well, it's all hormones. You know, whether it's male or female, balding tends to really come from, from the hormones in the body. Um, we know that for women who've had babies, their bodies are have lost all their supplements. I mean, it's pretty much just, everything is being taken from the bones and the blood, everything to go to that it baby. It literally
1: sucks so out of you.
2: It, it does. And so when you're trying to get you know your health back up, oftentimes women kind of forget that they need to stay on th- their supplements and they need to eat really well in order for their body to catch up. And you know, it took nine months to grow a baby. It's going to take nine months to kind of get yourself back to normal, but you can actually begin that right away From the moment your baby is born, continue on really great vitamins. And I know that Bosley has incredible vitamins to help women get their hair back. But more than anything, I think that it's really about making certain that we feel confident enough to ask questions. One of the things that I think is important, and I'm gonna say this to the customers who are listening to this podcast, there is not a single stylist out there would not be willing to help you with anything that you need. And sometimes you need to just be courageous enough to just start the conversation. If you have concerns about thinning hair or that it's something that you inherited or you know that you're starting to see this happen, they wanna help. And so sometimes we need you to be kind of that person that kind of steers that conversation instead of a, a stylist always, because as, as JB said, stylists sometimes can feel really uncomfortable, especially talking to a man. A woman is sitting in the chair, a, a, a stylist nine times out of 10 is not gonna have a concern talking to a female customer about her hair loss. But for a man, um, a stylist, they want to make certain that they're keeping that customer's integrity intact. And so they kind of skirt around it and things like that. So one of the things that I'd like to just really quickly talk about is I think that there's a couple of different approaches. And for me, hair care all begins in that consultation when you're sitting in the chair and the stylist is asking the questions and things like that. When we think about our male customers, our men don't tend to to feel things the way that women do. It's not a feeling sort of thing. It's a want and a need sort of thing. And so in our consultations, discover what are his needs and what does he want in order to achieve the look that he's going for. So that means that we have to ask questions really differently and kind of make it more a need-based kind of gathering that and discovering that information. What is some of their lifestyle things? Is he a guy that's wearing a cap on his head constantly? And if that's happening, well then he's further promoting his hair loss because he's he's not taking care of his scalp and his papilla and things like that. When you have a, a female in the chair and we're doing these consultations, what's really important is to really get to the want first. What is it that you want? Because women They're driven by feelings. They want to feel differently. You know, men want to look differently. So it's a very different approach to a consultation. And for stylists that are out there, talk to your men about their wants and their needs. And for your women, talk about what you want and then help her find the right solution. For the customers who are listening to this, give your stylist what you need and what you want. And then they're going to be able to steer you into the right product so that you can have good, strong hair growth and uh, reduce the thinning that's going on.
0: Great point. Absolutely. All great points. And kind of just circling back around to supplements again, and we know supplements are especially ones that have vitamin D can help prevent hair loss. And in cases, help hair rejuvenation can also, vitamin D has also been proven to help reduce stress, build our immune system. I mean, there's so many health benefits to having a a supplement in treating hair loss from the inside out. So one thing that we get asked a lot is, if I take a supplement, am I gonna grow hair everywhere? (laughs) And the answer is no. And the reason for that is, is because on our bodies, we have what's called vellus hair and terminal hair. And terminal hair is the hair that you typically see on the head, on the eyebrows, on the eyelashes. And then the vellus hair would be the really soft, what people call peach fuzz around and through the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and that vellus hair is not deeply rooted like the hair on our head. So that's why we always encourage people to take supplements because it's going to affect the terminal hair and not the vellus hair, because that's the deeply rooted hair. So wanted to just Put that out there and let people know to not be nervous and not be hesitant to take a supplement that helps with hair regrowth because um, it's it's only going to help the the terminal hair, which is primarily the hair on your head, eyelashes, eyebrows, and then also our fingernails, which is loaded with keratin.
1: Well, and you know, it gets back to Sharon's earlier point, hair loss and hair growth and hair health is internal and external. You really got to attack it from both sides, and so any type of supplement like that that's going to gear towards the follicle and have all the proper nutrients and vitamins. Because let's face it, we're in a vitamin deficient world every day. You know, um, that is going to help regain some of the loss and density in a quicker fashion when you ke- when you go from both angles like that.
2: Can I also just um, kind of piggyback on that, JB? I also think that part of it too is about learning how to manage our stress differently as well and making certain that we're kind of taking care of our mental health because honestly, folks, you know, if we're not taking care of our mental health, it starts affecting the whole nervous system. And when it starts affecting the whole nervous system, that's where we start seeing hair loss or hair loss that's called alopecia. And alopecia is when we actually start seeing the hair follicles die and then the hair doesn't grow back at all. Not even that lanugo hair is growing in. And a lot of that, yes, it's hormone, also a type of thinning or balding that happens from our nervous system. So we, you know, go do yoga. <laughs> or one. Go, go do or, yoga. I do love it. it. <laughs> I <laughs> Whatever, Right.
0: Yeah. Well, that's yeah, a good whatever point, whatever we can do. Yeah. You know, yoga definitely helps deal with stress. It's great for the body, and you know what? You can do it almost anywhere. I yeah. love to do yoga every day. I do it every morning, and like JB and and Sharon I would do too. I mean, we travel and teach a lot, and that's the one exercise I can do in my my hotel
1: anywhere and anywhere. You know,
0: it it helps with overall health. Yeah. It, definitely we know that preventing hair loss is deeply tied to overall health and nutrition without a doubt. Absolutely. Well, you know, you especially
1: know. right now in this quarantine, how many people are stressed, you know, and hair loss doesn't start right today when the stress starts. It's, it starts showing and revealing itself down the line. So, you know, six mm-hmm. to nine a year from now, professional stylists, we're going to start seeing some real issues with folks hair from this eight week cycle of stress Mm -hmm. and quarantining, frustration, bitterness, angry, everything we're feeling right now. um, Worry about your finances, your jobs, your children, your parents, all of that stress is going to show and reveal itself in the months to come. So getting on top of a supplement and a preventative maintenance plan now is going to be in everyone's best interest in regards to their hair for sure.
0: Let's talk a little bit about scalp health because circling back around the 360. So scalp health is a way to treat hair loss and hair, encourage hair regrowth by having a healthy scalp. So uh, taking supplements, we're definitely reaching the base of the hair follicle. Uh, through supplements, but there's lots of opportunities too with scalp health. And one of those is exfoliation. And there's lots of different exfoliators out there, but one that has natural ingredients with sugar crystals and also charcoal in it is what we recommend because you want that product to exfoliate the scalp, but not harm the scalp. And some exfoliators do have hard particles in them. Walnut shells, those type of things. And you want to be able to exfoliate that scalp without harming the scalp. So JB, what are you seeing in your salon? Do you give scalp exfoliating treatments, yes. you know, for clients or how do you like to handle that?
1: Well, you know, in Indiana, we have a pretty rough allergy season. And as we all know, the histamines in the air affect not only your sinuses and your respiratory, but it also affects your skin and your scalp where you get the dry, the itching, the tightness, Uh, maybe a little red irritation, small bumps, you know, on the scalp. I myself was itching like crazy yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So definitely doing that type of exfoliation on the scalp. I absolutely love Bosley's scalp scrub, not to throw at any salesy pitch, but it really is awesome because as you use it, because it has such natural products, it breaks down. And just like you said, causing more irritation of that scalp, you do not want to do. So the exfoliation not only gets off any of the histamines, but think about your water buildup, think about your product buildup. Not everybody uses organic product. And so there's the alcohol, there's, if you have, Hard water, that well water. We got a lot of well water around uh Indiana and those minerals, the lime and the calcium, they too will build up on the scalp and cause issues with hair growth. And then just overall scalp health. So the exfoliation process is extremely important in order to maintain that healthy scalp and keep it clear of debris so that hair strand can pop through the scalp easily and grow to fruition.
0: And also we so, can accept <laughs> treatments and serums. You know, there's great daily mm-hmm. serums that you can use nowadays, but if you don't have a clean scalp and you have buildup on there, you're definitely not going to be able to accept that in. And the other thing I've noticed too with exfoliators is especially with teenagers, if they use a deep cleansing shampoo and they shampoo their hair correctly, which is really getting that scalp clean, followed with an exfoliator, their hair cosmetically looks so much fuller and then you think about somebody, maybe a mature woman or a man or anybody that's got fine and thinning hair, exfoliating can actually not only help their scalp health, but it can also create cosmetically a more voluminous look. So mm-hmm. and Sharon, you do a great job with styling your adorable little Short, sassy haircut that you have, but I know that your hair is fine in texture, but you're really good at making it look like you have a lot of hair, but each little strand is silky and soft. So any tips Mm -hmm. out there for our audience for how to make that hair look fuller and thicker
2: cosmetically through styling tips? Well, you know, I've been an educator for stylists and customers for, like you said, almost thirty years. And one of the things that I remember it was it was the very first thing that I learned in cosmetology school. It was called scientific brushing. It has been the most important piece of information that I have passed on to the customers in my chair as well as the stylists that I have trained. And that is is that our job is to make certain that every customer understands how to scientifically brush their own. Out. Why? Because when we go in with a really good scalp massaging brush, we're doing a couple of different things. We're removing a layer of the epidermis or the dermis that needs to slough off the oil, pollution, things like that. And it starts loosening anything that's clogged in the hair follicle. But also what it's doing is it's rushing blood to the head. And whenever we rush blood to the head, we're rushing blood to the papilla. And the papilla is where our blood lives because hair is is a byproduct of our blood. And so we need to have good blood and we need to have good circulation. And I just really believe that we need to get um, everybody on this bandwagon of just getting a good brush, sitting in front of the TV. And while you're listening to the news, just massage yourself for the whole news or for five minutes of the sports or the weather. That it's like flossing your teeth, but what you're doing is you're just going in and you're stimulating your scalp and you're helping slough off anything that needs to come off, so that you have good, healthy scalp skin.
0: Oh, none of us are sitting at home right now watching the TV, are we? <laughs> none of us have time to do that healthy none of us brushing
2: of the scalp. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but you know what, Colleen, I I actually scientifically brush my scalp every day. It is, it is a part of my daily routine. It's just like brushing my teeth. And really, all I do is I just put a towel around my shoulder. I'll walk around my house. I'll put a towel around my shoulders. And I just walk around my house and I'm just massaging my scalp with my scalp massaging brush. And I do it every day. And you said, well, how do you have all... I have baby fine hair, baby fine hair, but I have really thick, shiny hair. And Part of that is because I take really good care of my scalp skin and I take really good care of making certain that I'm getting the right supplements in my body as well. So, because we have thinning in my family and I I don't want to deal with
0: it. It's so important. And just also too, when you just mentioned um, that you find it thinning here does run in your family. So you want to be proactive. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be reactive. And one reason that I know JB and I both aligned and we advocate um, for Bosley is because of that approach of taking care of inside out, outside in and having so many different things that you can use to be proactive and they preach and preach and preach how important it is to be proactive and hanging on to the hair you have. In addition to that, we have some pretty cool techniques that makes your hair look fuller and thicker instantly. So that's one of the things that we bring to the table as stylists and we have a pretty good time with. But yeah, so we actually we appreciate that. One other thing that I wanted to mention too, and you guys can layer in here. So we get asked a lot the difference between female hair loss and male hair loss. And male hair loss is typically a pattern, typically receding hairline or loss in the crayon. And it does not typically happen around the hair above the ears in the nape. Women typically have diffused hair loss, meaning overall their hair can thin all over. And this, one of the things that scientifically that Bosley has brought to the table as an expert in the thinning hair category. And so that's why we have, we're the only company on the market that has gender specific supplements for that reason. I think that's great that they scientifically substantiate everything that they do and that they're medically backed and they have a a team of world-class doctors. And, and I know that's personally as a stylist, why I advocate for them and got involved with them.
1: That's exactly why I did it because it was, Mm -hmm. uh, the system itself was just very easy to understand. And it was easy to explain and, uh, educate my clients on how to use it. I mean, for the most part, we do have a lot of great products, but it's shampoo, something you're doing anyway. Why not try a shampoo that's going to help you reduce your hair loss in the future?
0: Definitely being proactive rather than reactive. So on that point, (laughs) that's I think it's a great time to to come full circle. And Sharon, thank you so much what you're doing for our industry and those 40,000 plus stylists that are out there that's connecting to millions and millions of men and women every year. And I loved your advice you know, go to your stylist. If they don't have the answer for you, they will still help you. They will still help you find the answer. And JB, thank you for advocating for Bosley as myself. I feel like, you know, it is a great solution for preventing hair loss and in cases, uh, regrowing hair too, as well. So thank you to Bosley who sponsors our podcast and bring us all together and gives us an opportunity to share our passion for educating female and male clients across the country about stopping hair loss. So thank you again. And Thank you for
2: having me.
1: Thank you. uh, Thank you, J.B. and
0: Sharon. And looking forward to the next time that we can all get together.
1: Absolutely. Bye.